Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Okay, so I might go on a bit of some ramblings for this one. <laughs> um, I, I want to talk about, we, we build these massive structures which we call cities and they are intricately connected and linked up um, we can engineer things uh, that people in the past could barely even dream of i mean the romans could you know they, they had plumbing and aqueducts and things of that nature so i mean they, they had a lot of what we had um, but they didn't have uh, they didn't have light bulbs <laughs> they didn't have electricity um, they were basically only working on off of gravity or uh, or natural quote unquote more natural powered machines uh, like like the oh the thing where it, it's like a water mill but not and it, it uses the water from a stream to turn some gears which turns some other thing you know anyway one of the early Greeks invented the thing. I'm forgetting the name of it. Anyway, this is what happens when you don't have notes and you're going off the cuff for a podcast. Hopefully, though, you know, this this style, even though it's done out of necessity for me, this this style is still helpful uh, for for you. Um, yeah, so I think it's amazing how we make these structures, these structures in cities. Um, but I don't think people, people often do not realize why we do this. They don't, they don't ask the deep why questions. And this goes with anything in life. Most people, um, it appears, just kind of waltz around, you know, and they think about lots of what's, um, and maybe a few why's, like the popular ones, like why God, although I don't think most people really get into thinking that about that very much. Um, but then, then you get into things like, why do we, as human beings, why do we build cities? I was reading a bit of uh, Aristotle's politics yesterday, and these things were kind of going through my mind. We build cities, it appears, because we want uh, more convenience, um, more leisure, um, because we want better living conditions, more more sanitary living conditions, uh, less danger, things of that nature. So, so I, I want to kind of go through these things and ask deeper questions than even that of why. So let's say, why do we build cities for the sake of leisure or the sake of rest? Well, paradoxically, and probably even contradictorily, it, it appears that <laughs> we're more busy, uh, much more busy now, than when people lived in more agrarian societies. Um, particularly, I'm thinking about like the Middle Ages. Um, yes, you were a peasant with a a lord and his knights over you and the king over them and all these kinds of things. But I would argue being a, even if you weren't like a free person, quote unquote, and you were a peasant, which is like indentured servitude, which, which again, we, we think in our modern context, we think slavery whenever we hear servitude. Um, peasantry was not slavery in any sense of the word. Um, the Middle Ages in Europe were probably the only time in history that I can think of where slavery basically did not exist. Um, of course, there were a few pockets here and there, uh, but as a whole, 
the society of Christendom banished slavery. Um, and it really didn't begin to exist again until the mid 15th, uh, or sorry, the, the mid 16th and 17th centuries uh, when people got quite exploitative of uh, Africans and also uh, the native peoples of the Americas. Horrible, horrible tragedy. And not just tragedy, but horrible crime and sin that these people committed uh, on their fellow human beings. Anyway, so peasantry was not slavery. It was it was indentured servitude, which meant um, you worked on the land of the Lord in exchange for safety. Um, and in the end, most people, even today, most people are more determined by safety than opportunity. Okay, most people would rather be safe and have their families safe than uh, gain money, um, where they would risk safety or things of that nature. Why do people generally not do high-risk jobs even though they pay way more and they could, they could make way more money? Well, because this principle, most people value safety over opportunity. Um, and, and that really was the, the paradigm going on in, in most of the Middle Ages. Um, now, so let's talk about first like the beginning of the Middle Ages, like the uh, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th centuries, basically that whole half a millennium after the fall of the Roman Empire. Um, there, there really was a lot of chaos, um, like governmentally, because of that collapse. Uh, and not chaos in the sense of like anarchy, um, but just like people were trying to figure out what to do because the world had virtually been run by empires um, in that area of the world for, you know, for, for half a millennium at least, and you could, you could extend it back much further with the, um, with the Roman Republic, although it didn't have that wide of a breadth. But anyway, and peasants, so the traditional thing that people always say is there were tons of Viking raids, and this is, this is true. I mean, there were, there were, there were massive amounts of, of barbarian raids, basically, and most of them were from the Vikings in the north. Um, yeah, so so pe people were terrified of this. People were terrified of this. And and those that had money, those that had means, I mean, so when the Roman uh, Empire collapsed, it's not like, I, I said I said chaos, but it's not like there was total chaos. Um, there was still structure in society, there were still societal roles that needed to be played. Um, the rich people were still rich, the poor people were still poor. Um, there's a bit of mix around, you know, just like anything. And, um, yeah. So the poorer people, you know, I'm generalizing here. The poorer people generally uh, valued their safety over uh, getting rich. And so they basically indentured themselves um, to these richer people uh, for the sake of protection. Um, and, and so you have to take in mind, too, like, they're coming out of the Roman era where like legitimate slavery, although it, it, it was not racial slavery, um, but legitimate slavery existed, and and it, it was basically either if you get captured in war, uh, you get into debt, um, or I think a lot of times it was it was like immigrants, um, if if they were, and, that, and I think that's probably mostly from the debt standpoint. Um, if you were really poor and you couldn't make your way, you would um, you would basically enslave yourself to a master so that you could live. Um, Again, this was not racial slavery. This was much more of a, of a political organism. Um, I'm not saying it was right, um, but 
the, the, the racial slavery of the second part of the second millennium um, was much, much worse than what had existed in, in most of the Roman Empire, uh, mainly because it was based upon like racism and seeing other human beings as like ontologically less human. In my understanding, that was not what the Romans thought. Uh, they didn't think that these people were less human. They, they might have had less rights. Um, but in their thought, giving everybody rights, especially because of the lack of education, would mean would mean anarchy. Um, this is why Plato rails against democracy in his in, in the Republic. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so they're coming out of this Roman era, and and so really, this indentured servitude of the peasants is a huge step up. I mean, they basically have they have a lot of freedom. They're seen with all the human dignity that one can possess by their overlords and, and that's not to say that there weren't abuses um and, and people that misunderstood things but on the whole uh these people were not treated badly um actually they were treated quite well uh, you might have been living in a hut um, or a very simple house with your family but you were able to be with your family all day long be with your community that loved you and um now i might get here and do a bit of an uh, idealism um because certainly there were there were many hardships in the middle ages and of of pre-modern history in general um, but on the whole, I think the medieval peasant had a much better lot than most people throughout history. I would say it would be better to be a medieval peasant than to be um, someone working in a sweatshop today, uh, doing grueling hours, never being able to see your family, or someone in the early 20th century working in a factory uh, where working conditions were horrible. Um, you know, being a medieval peasant, living off the land. Um, now, yes, you're much more poor. You're living in a hut. But if you're able to spend time with your family, you're able to... They, they got they got so many holidays. Like, okay, think about this. Every feast day of the Catholic Church, every feast day was treated as a Sabbath day, as a Sunday. So they didn't work. So I think I counted it up. At least before uh, the reforms in 1912, there were, there were 50-something feast days. So that if you spread it all out, it's basically a feast day a week um, plus Sunday. So there you have your weekend, uh, and and then you count winters, <laughs> where where like most people, if you were working in agrarian, doing agrarian type work, you weren't really working in winter. Um, so like a lot a lot of even modern problems today with working conditions are worse than what a lot of people had in the Middle Ages. Um, it doesn't mean our, our probably our living conditions at home are better, but our work conditions certainly. Um, yeah, and so these people freely gave themselves to these lords in exchange for protection. This was a this was an, a bartering, basically. Um, it's not slavery. It's it, it's not you do work for me and get nothing in return, and I determine your entire life. No, that that's that's slavery. Um, this was I work for you, you protect me. It's a mutual benefit. Yeah, and I would have liked to have seen how society would have progressed. Um, if people didn't, basically, if like the French Revolution never happened, um, yeah, how society would have progressed in Europe, I don't know. And again, I'm probably idealizing this. I mean, I know that there were lots of hardships, especially when it came to the, the time before the French Revolution in the 18th century. Um, like, a lot of people were pretty unhappy. But then again, I, mean, I, I really think that was mostly city people that were involved in that. It was mostly city people uh, who were in terrible working conditions in what were basically sweatshops. This wasn't like actual agrarian peasants. Most of the agrarian peasants were very much against the French Revolution. They just wanted to live their lives because like it wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I mean, it was bad when there was famine, but like everybody had to deal with famine. It's, it's not like there was some pushing against the, the agrarian peasants to where they were in some sort of unfair advantage against everybody else. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, there's my rant. Hope you enjoyed it.